Hitch up your tights, because now we're going to talk tips and tricks for endurance sports. Modified push runs for cross-training. I want to share with you a couple of interesting workouts I've put together recently. These workouts combine the two types of cross-training that I do each week, cardio and strength. You can mix and match the strength and cardio elements of your plan to get great workouts and keep it interesting. I try to do something every day. I do these workouts on days when I'm not running. Currently in my schedule, I run four days a week. I do a workout every day in most weeks, unless I'm traveling or it's a rest day after a race, and I don't want to injure myself, so I can't run back-to-back days, but I still want to get cardio on some of these days. When I'm traveling or in the gym in my office complex, my best choice for non-running cardio is the stationary bicycle. I'm not training for a bike event right now, so when I'm on the stationary bicycle, the point of the workout is not necessarily to stress my legs, but to raise my heart rate and get some cardio on my legs without running. People often wonder how cycling miles compare to running miles. And in general, when I'm doing cross-training with the bike, I use a two-times factor if I want to convert to running, meaning two hours on the bike is worth the same as one-hour run. The other thing that I try to get in on my cross-training days is core and strength work. And this means doing dumbbell workouts, abdominal exercises, and push-ups. I have different versions of these routines, but the point is not to bulk up. The point of these core workouts is to build the lean muscle strength and core strength that I need for running. When I do these core workouts, I use lighter weight and more reps. For example, let's say you can curl a 25-pound dumbbell eight times. Then for this, for this workout, you would do 15 quick, clean curls with 15 pounds instead of 25 pounds. This also serves a purpose of getting your heart rate up at the same time as you quickly cycle through the sets. It takes less time, too. So it's not traditional bodybuilding weightlifting. It's lean core, almost aerobic weightlifting. When I'm doing these cross-training workouts, I'll also throw in four to six sets of 20 push-ups, 20 crunches, and 20 leg lifts because that's really your core, your push-ups and your sit-ups and your leg lifts. This ends up being you know, somewhere between 80 and 120 of each of these per session. And that's great for maintaining your tone and your core and helping you run strong. And anyone who wants specifics on this stuff can shoot me an email The way I'm cycling through these workouts now, I run Sunday, I run Tuesday, I run Thursday, I run Saturday. I cross-train Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday is when my legs are most tired from back-to-back running over the weekend, and I will typically just do core and weights, but make sure I do the full three sets to exhaustion. And an example of a core weights workout that I would do might be the following. I'd stretch. I do standing dumbbell flies. I do a set of standing dumbbell forward shoulder raises. I do a set of standing dumbbell shoulder presses. I do 20 crunches, 20 leg lifts, 50 bicycles, 20 push-ups. I do a set of tricep K 
kickbacks with a dumbbell. I do alternating standing dumbbell curls. I do standing tricep curls with a dumbbell behind my head. I do two arm standing bicep curls with dumbbells, 20 push-ups, one minute plank, and that's a cycle. That's one set. And I'll do that three times, cycling through these as quickly as possible. On Wednesdays and Fridays, I'll do 40 minutes to an hour of cycling. And I'll also try to mix in some push-ups and crunches if I can. And what I wanted to share with you today is a way of combining the cardio and the core work that is quite fun and mimics some of the muscle confusion stuff that is very popular today. So here's how it works. If I have extra time, I'll start off on the stationary bike at my club. And I'll cycle at a low effort level, maybe, you know, level 10 out of 15. And I'll make sure I keep my cadence very high, 90 plus RPM. So you're spinning the bike really fast. And I'll do that for 10 minutes. And then I'll jump off and do a set of core, just like the one I just outlined above. I'll go through that full set. And then I'll jump back on the bike and do another 10 minutes. And I'll keep repeating this until I get my 40 minutes cycling. So 10 minute warm up. Set of core, 10 minutes, set of core, 10 minutes, set of core, 10 minute warm down, and I get that whole workout. And it doesn't take as long as you think, because the core set takes eh, 10 to 15 minutes, and since you're getting that 10 minute rest on the bike in between, you can really hustle through the core sets and with a good quality effort. So it's, it's really complimentary, and it's an awesome workout. If I don't have so much time, I can do 30 minutes of cycling, right? So 10, 10, 10 with two sets of core in between. And if I'm really pressed for time or I'm tired, I can just do the push-ups and crunches in between the 10-minute bike sprints and not do the rest of the, the weights. So you can adjust it to how much time you have and how you feel. I typically use the stationary bike, but you could do the same workout with any piece of cardio equipment. You could use the rower, the recumbent bike, the elliptical, the stair thingy, whatever makes you happy. Just remember, it's high, it's low intensity, high RPM. You're trying to get your heart rate and your your sweat rate and your cardio. So in my taper last week, I did the classic push-run version of this, which you may have heard of before. So what this is, is I did three sets of tempo intervals running on the treadmill, And in between those, I jumped off and did a set of push-ups and crunches. And that's a great way, another great way to mix and match your cardio and your core. One thing to be aware of (laughs) is that the other people in the gym won't know what you're doing and may get on your cardio equipment while you jump off and do push-ups. They'll think you're just an idiot. So this has happened to me. You just smile and tell them what you're doing. You know, you're not being a jerk and forgetting to wipe off the machine. You're getting back on. And you just move to another machine. You know, it's not like you're going to throw them off the machine. But it might be easier to plan this type of workout during slack times at the gym if you have capacity problems. If you've ever listened to Brett over at Zen and the Art of Triathlon, he's got a blog and a podcast. He's famous for these types of push runs, and he mixes in all sorts of exercises at every mile mark of his runs outside and on the road. And I I can remember one time I did this, and I had a car pull over to ask me if I was okay because I was lying on the road at a freezing night doing crunches between hill repeats. They thought I was having some sort of fit. Uh, It may sound nuts, but give it a try. It's a great workout. It can spice things up a bit for you if you're getting bored. 
And if you want more details on any of these things, shoot me an email. I'm not a coach, okay? I'm, I'm not offering to coach you, but I'll share with you what I do. And you don't want me as a coach because I usually end up breaking the people who train with me. So caveat emptor, sweat emptor, and I'll see you out there. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep. But I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. The boarding door is now closed. Please turn off and stow any electronic devices, anything with an on-off switch, because episode 3-264 is first in line on the Run Run Live runway and ready for departure. Hope that was fun for you. You know, I love the summer. This past weekend, when I was racing was the summer solstice. The days are long and warm and easy. There just seems to be more time to get stuff done. And I have been busy with the podcast. So busy, in fact, that I have three interviews recorded that I have to wrap shows around. Therefore, I'm seriously considering (laughs) going to attempt to go back to a weekly release schedule for a while and see how that goes. I have to work through some content. I have Brian from the Snowdrop Foundation, who we talked to before and who has a new adventure involving a bunch of marathons and a bunch of other people. And I have uh, Iram, who's a runner with terminal brain cancer, who is getting the most out of life And I have this crazy Brit named Kevin who is about to set off to run around the world. And yes, it takes more than 80 days. Apologies to Jules Verne. I'm recovering well from Sunday's race. I'm chafing a little against the enforced rest, but I was definitely feeling the effects of overtraining towards the end of that last cycle, and I don't want to injure myself. See, I am. I do learn. I'm getting smarter. Much to my surprise, I seem to have a marathon a month streak going here since Boston. Maybe because two points is not a streak. Three points is a streak. Maybe I'll just see if I can keep it going. Why not make hay while the sun shines, eh? I could ride this wave right up to Boston in 2014. Not for charity or for some higher purpose, just because I like doing it. (laughs) I signed up for the Pocatello Marathon in Idaho on the 31st of August. It's a downhill race, so that will be my failsafe for uh, qualifying time. I haven't gotten one for July yet, but I'm working on it. I got things I'm thinking about. I have to figure out what to do with my training going forward. I feel like I have my pace and mechanics back to where they need to be, and now I need to build stamina, staying power. I'll probably replace the speed work on Tuesday with something like hill work or something like that. I don't feel like the speed work is... I'm, I'm, I'm fast enough. I don't need to get any faster, so I don't need that speed work, and it's that, that tends to injure me. I'll probably start doing longer tempo intervals on Thursday uh, as a change, and I'll try to get my long run up a little higher, maybe 24, 26 miles or more. All without breaking something. I haven't finalized the Katie Trail Run yet in Missouri with Eric. We're still working on that, but we'd welcome any other, any of you elitists out there who want to come hang out, do some miles, and have some fun. Shoot me a note. Finally, I 
may have mentioned this already, but a group of writers who are also runners have contributed to an anthology of running stories called The 27th Mile, and this includes luminaries like Jeff Galloway, Mark Remy, Amby Burfoot, Catherine Switzer, Joe Henderson, Hal Higdon, and I finished reading it yesterday. It's a worthwhile read, and this anthology is being sold to collect funds for the One Boston Fund for the victims of the Boston Marathon. So go to www.27thmile.com and buy a copy. Now, Go do something worthwhile. Write a poem. Hug your kids. Plant a tree. Make today count. And I'll see you out there. Thanks for listening, folks. I do appreciate your support. Run Run Live is a free service for you because I like writing and telling stories. I also love to meet folks, so feel free to reach out to me at Gmail or any of the other social networking sites. I'm C-Y-K-T Russell, and as you know, that's Chris Yellow King Tom Russell with two S's and two L's. My website is www.runrunlive.com. And most, if not all, of this content is posted out there. If you want the show notes to magically show up in your inbox when I publish a show in a beautiful HTML wrapper, you can subscribe to the mailing list at my site. It's a useful thing. If you're moved by something I say or interested and would like to see if what I wrote is the same thing, You can find it there, and it also has all the links to everything and everyone that I talk to and about. Other than that, my friends, thank you for the attention. Do epic stuff, and let me know if I can help. Ciao!